Welcome to Check Your Privilege. Uh, I'm your questionable co-host Samaksh. We don't really know. This this podcast is honestly mostly Patel and I jump in sometimes. Uh, joined by my co-host Patel, um, you know. Patel. One, you welcome. make one random season announcement and you get fired for it for life. Samsha, man, I'm, come on. I'm just saying, you know, there were a lot of changes announced last time which I didn't even know about. Anyway, <laughs> w- ah. welcome to the last week of Spooktober. Uh, uh-huh. Which movie did we watch this time, Bartle? Uh, we watched the extremely creepily titled "The Cabin in the Woods." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a horror comedy film, and it's basically uh, a sort of laugh riot, sort of self reflective meta humor okay. before, nonsensical. Before, no, before before you go further, before you go further. For this movie, especially, I got to issue a spoiler warning straight up. Okay, if you haven't watched it and you like horror, go and watch this. Trust me. If you hate horror, definitely go and watch this. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go into it blind, like I did, and I swear to God, like this is one of the few times on this show that Samsha is gonna get a compliment from me. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you Samsha. This was this was amazing. All right, especially as an experience to go in blind. So yes. as Samsha said, spoiler warning, please please just watch this movie. Every every other episode we don't give a fuck, all right? Yeah. We so anyway spoil this shit for you. <laughs> but this one, please just watch this movie. It is it is worth that 1 hour 40 minutes. <laughs> definitely. It's definitely worth it. But anyway, yep. phrases aside, uh-huh. uh give, cool. give give like you know the people who have who've who uh, you know made their way through the spoiler warning let's give them a brief summary of it hmm see either you've gone back and watched this movie or you really don't give a shit about what we have to say so fair anyway here you go <laughs> oh god uh, fucking passive aggressive to listeners we've talked about it <laughs> yeah yeah it's fine fine i ignore your text half the time so don't worry about it yeah, <laughs> um so this what's this what this movie is about is basically it takes horror as a genre Mm-hmm. and decides to explain the genre through yeah. a series of these through a series of clever contraptions and machinations that the it, it kind of tries to give take a hit at why horror exists in the first place why there have to be zombies why does there have to be a bunch of stupid kids who go and make stupid decisions in a yeah. well remote cabin in the woods basically and it has a weirdly star yet non star studded cast like Does pre mm-hmm. Thor Chris Hemsworth count as a star? I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know if he was that famous yet, but uh, yeah, he's definitely a star. Yeah. Yep, it has extremely attractive uh, cast all around, male, female, all nonetheless, and there is plenty of fan service to go around. Father, father, just like you know, he throws a net. Anything that catches is okay with him. <laughs> yeah, literally, you can close your eyes and just chuck a net and like fish out and like there is some actual fishing out of characters yeah. from lakes in this in this movie. <laughs> But you can literally just chuck a net and fish out anybody and you'll be like, "Huh, not bad. Can fuck that." Yeah, sure. Uh Jesus so <laughs> See, I'm going to turn this into a smart movie because that's exactly how I thought it was going to go for the first half an hour. <laughs> yeah, it, it you know, that actually is intentional. <laughs> <laughs> like it's basically a porno with like mainstream it's actors not. in it all right <laughs> it's not it's not okay it's it's not the th- I, the I mean, thing is i don't think you've seen a lot of other horror movies which is why you're calling this that no 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 trust me i have seen a 
bunch of horror movies. Okay, that's one of the areas where I can actually tell you that I have been made to sit through by my friends through these multitudes hmm. of horror movies because apparently that's the only genre people really like watching when they're in a group. I don't understand this logic. Why do you, whenever you people come in a group, why the fuck do you always have to watch horror? What do you think? This is derailing, I think. But I don't care. It's 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 annoying. Okay, you can watch something nice and interesting and good, and then you, people just come and no, I want to watch people get hacked at by a, with a machete. Like what? Why? The thing is, I would say this is derailing, but this is exactly why this movie was made by you know the directors and the producers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's literally the fact that horror as a genre, it's uh, now it's just reduced to you know jump scares and slasher films and torture porn mm-hmm. basically. Yep. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that yeah that Parle said was for the last one by the way. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. The 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 thing is, um, since there's no since there's, you know since people are just so desensitized to characters making stupid decisions and mm-hmm. you know all these random monsters and all existing this movie was basically just made as a satire slash love letter to uh, the genre i think <laughs> no. yeah i remember that quote from the director it, this, this is a, a it's one a of the loving most hate loving letter, i think exactly it's a loving hate letter and it it shows all right again as a veteran yeah. again none of the other movies you recommended i have any sort of precedence okay like i am watching mm. them as a first timer to the genre that you're telling me to watch okay mm. but this one i come from plenty of horror horror movie nonsense that i've seen and yeah. it stands out it really stands out all right in the way it distances itself from the genre it the way it makes fun of every single stereotype the way yeah. it has like everything is just tailored around to make sure that the it's sort of like the marvel cinematic universe of horror movies <laughs> it really is- it really is especially with the ending uh huh exactly and uh, so basically the plot is as generic as you would think because it's intentionally generic yes right where a bunch of five absolutely generic cardboard cutout uh, representations of generic horror st- horror stereotypes just go into a cabin in the woods for reasons uh, for yeah they even they don't know the reasons it's just like they're going for, because for a vacation i don't know for pornographic reasons do you, the characters is, i don't know what the fuck your obsession is <laughs> they say this 50 times in the beginning okay what? Uh, jules one of the blonde that the blonde character jules she essentially just implies all the reason they are going to that cabin in the woods is to fuck <laughs> dude like that is literally her character though <laughs> Fair enough. I I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying this is how it starts out, and so when which is why I texted you seven minutes into the movie. Oh my god, this better not be one of those shitty shitty shit 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 shows. And well, which is exactly why you need to set the scene right. You prime hmm. the audience for disappointment, and then you pull this insane twist where everything is predetermined, and if they don't perform this ritual, the whole world will blow up. And so the character, all except Dana. Well, the the brunette Dana yeah. she she's the vir- supposed virgin so if she mm. dies or not doesn't matter but as long as Jules who is categorized as and I don't like using this word a uh, whore uh, mm-hmm. in this basic uh, this thing as long as she dies first and as long as the uh, jester basically dies and everybody else dies before the virgin uh, the ritual is said to be complete and 
yeah do you want to just walk do you want do you, just, do you want to just walk us through the entire uh, basement sort of situation where these uh, two extremely ridiculous uh, operators are controlling the scene i think i think you're better to describe this in the, than yeah, yeah i i think we basically muddled up a lot of things right now right so <laughs> cuz you, you just basically mixed up the entire chronology of this film into like 5 5 minutes so <laughs> you can stop listening now by the way if you if, if you, all you wanted was a summary of the movie by the way we're done <laughs> yeah you, you did a pretty bad job of the summary part okay <laughs> thank you thank you pretty bad i'm just going to go back to the start and start again okay oh okay cool uh, waste the listener's time <laughs> no 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 i am valuing it i am making up for your mistakes okay you're welcome <laughs> cool go on so uh, basically as parter mm-hmm. mentioned right uh, mm-hmm. as he completely incorrectly categorized the first uh, you know 10 15 minutes as a porn of him it's not it's literally the beginning of every generic horror film which is that <laughs> a bunch of naive teenagers go into you know go on a vacation to like a cabin in the woods or a road trip or like you know to a lake or a, you know a camp whatever and yeah. is this that mm-hmm. However, even before you get to that, you get this mm-hmm. really sort of disjointed cold open which yeah. seems weird. Okay. It's just two mm-hmm. guys that are there in this sterile scientific facility talking yeah. about, you know, this and that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh if you're a person who's uh, started watching a horror film, you're going to be weirded out because you're going to be like this doesn't seem related to anything. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that i think is uh, that that uh, sort of sets the tone for this film the fact that okay. the viewer is not going to get what they expected right yeah yeah right. absolutely uh this uh, this is actually like something which uh, is going to be a recurring theme in this the you know mm-hmm. the continuous subversion of expectations to use a very yep. overused uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> phrase but yes. this movie does that subversion of expectations and Mm-hmm. you know drawing parallels between the characters in the movie and the viewer mm-hmm. uh for the movie very well okay yeah yeah so like for instance uh when uh, they get into the cabin mm-hmm. there's this there's this really cool scene which uh, you know I'm sure part allowed in which the hot guy and the hot girl okay one of the hot guy and the hot girl everyone is hot in this movie right yeah. they get adjoining yeah. rooms okay uh-huh. and there's a there's a very disturbing painting that's there on the on the wall of a bunch of people uh, sacrificing a goat or something like that right yeah 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 hmm. i don't know it was some satanic shit dude okay <laughs> yeah and and for some reason this guy's like no i don't want that looking over me while i sleep i don't know people have weird tastes right and he takes it off and behind it is a one way mirror mhm and there he's viewing the hot girl basically you know taking off her clothes changing. and etc changing yeah oh yeah oh yeah okay father <laughs> anyway go on so you know i mean i'm sure parter got something out of it what mm-hmm. i got out of it was that y- that that was a perfect allegory for what the film is supposed to be okay that mm. these people are being viewed right mm-hmm. and not just by us they're being viewed by the people that are controlling them right yeah yeah like yeah. the people in the facility so mm-hmm. it's like layers on layers that you know 
it's obviously creating a, a a sense of unsettlement of mm-hmm. where, that that these people are getting confused that they don't know why what's up with this cabin and meanwhile yeah. we as like the viewer is also i don't know what's up with this facility uh-huh. right yeah so like that that confusion is mirrored almost and i really i really enjoy that this is a, this is a, this is a dumb fun movie but it's a yeah. clever dumb fun movie it's a very clever dumb fun movie i agree yeah like the 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 amount of times you know where you notice things and mm-hmm. they get brought up later on in in place mm-hmm. of which they don't even need to be brought up right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is this insanely it's it's an insanely impressive so, so honestly i'll tell you uh, think about this okay uh, the first around half an hour of the movie i agree mm-hmm. i will diss it i will call it a glorified porno but the basically like you mentioned it's a setup to get us into that into that oh okay this is a typical horror movie flow and only that one like you mentioned a cold open is the only thing that sort of is not part of that genre so okay. you will be left you'll be left wondering okay this is uh, you know th- that that you it'll keep coming back to you okay what is this cold open about what was the point of that uh, you know a men in black esque uh, two guys just you know walking around in a scientific facility cracking right humor about you know betting pools and what not and hmm. <clears throat> So I originally before the movie reveals it to you I thought this was sort of like this uh, entertainment product all right okay where uh, where these guys are controlling an entertainment product for paying clients I didn't think it was going to go the uh, the uh, you know the the way it ended which we will discuss soon but right. uh, I thought this was like this glorified entertainment product like a black mirror esque thing where there are people who are paying for this experience you thought it was watching. like a reality show basically it was slightly more than a reality show a black mirror like, reality show yeah reality show for like very you know twisted people yes exactly where these people are being put through torture and are being killed because but just for the entertainment of somebody not that it was supposed to be the pacification of you know titanic entities that would crush us all etc etc yeah which yeah. was pretty interesting i mean i'm not i'm not going to say i'm happy the movie went a different way but it's huh. it's fine i mean it is it's joss whedon things differently from i do big deal but it so, was interesting i the way it keeps you in the dark yeah i i actually think uh, this was mm-hmm. a this was a discussion that i wanted to have right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best scenes again uh, the thing is i love almost every scene in this movie so i'm just going to say plus one of the one. best scenes for everything okay. blanket plus one blanket plus one i love the crappy beginning i love the Uh, I love the wry humor Marty has. Marty is my yeah. favorite, by the way. I don't care what Plus you one, say. Yeah. Marty O Marty O P. Like he deserves yeah. it, man. What a beautiful character. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, yeah. Go on. What were you saying? What so, scene so, were you going to talk about? So hmm. the scene that I wanted to talk about is okay, mm-hmm. and uh, th- th- this is one of the moments of geniuses of this film, which is that. Uh huh. Um. So like like you mentioned, the plot twist is that all of these. uh actions that these characters are taking in the cabin mm-hmm. you know all these mm-hmm. teenagers they're controlled by a scientific facility yes now they could have gone one of two ways one was okay hmm. that you show you know this uh, you show you have this plot twist midway through the film ha huh. right when hmm. when these people have nearly died and they suddenly mm-hmm. find an they suddenly find an elevator and find the scientific facility you could have had this midway through the film and yep, arguably yep. it would have been a really great plot twist for a film to have true for a serious right. film to have for a serious exactly. film to have yeah But this is not a serious film 
yeah the that is the that is the well, you know that is the genius of the film which is that by showing us those scenes in the middle right uh-huh. yeah. you do do you you do you do multiple things one is you're interleaving uh horror you know with comedy and not like mm-hmm. scary horror but basically kind of like the bland generic horror with comedy yeah. so you you're not you're not getting bored right mm-hmm. cuz yeah the point is to show a realistic the point is to show a generic horror film but then you don't want your audience to get bored and mm-hmm. you're drawing we like parallels that are like so clever you know mm-hmm. with how the people in the facility are acting and how the people in the cabin are acting yeah right mm-hmm. then then it's like so that the scene that i wanted to talk about was when they're just about to you know quote and quote get the party started right uh-huh. yeah so everyone in the facility is celebrating they're placing bets right yeah yeah and someone like you know someone in the facility says let's get this party started and mm-hmm. uh, immediately you cut to a scene of the teenagers you know also popping open a bottle of wine and drinking and stuff like that right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and then when they go into the cellar okay mm-hmm. they go into the cellar and they see a bunch of just odd objects right they see yeah. a, a a music box with a, like a creepy doll on it they see yeah. a puzzle sphere they see you know a book which has some weird writings in it they see a necklace mm-hmm. you know they see yeah. a a reel of old film and uh-huh. normally it would be like huh that's weird but in the mm-hmm. very previous scene with the facility they've told you that they're placing bets on what's going to kill these people yes so, suddenly is gone from like you know that comic moment they're using that comic moment to essentially trigger a sense of fear in you because you're like oh fuck what are they going to do right yeah 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 and them just like you know that scene is so tense because you're just waiting for someone to fuck up and yep. and when they finally do fuck up you're like oh shit you know hmm, like hmm, hmm. they did choose their own fate yep So, which which like, makes it so wonderful every other horror movie seems predetermined right where yeah. the char- there was no choice but for the characters to do exactly what the plot requested them to do but this one exactly. was like a choose your own adventure novel it felt like an like a game more like a, than a novel which is why it felt it's like it's like actually you know uh, wondering what the outcome would be and never in that in that scene like you mentioned was it ever clear what exactly was going to happen which was just super i have to agree with you there yeah you know i mean it, it, it's like there are gen this this movie is genuinely funny okay yeah. which is hard to do in the first place but to make something you know clever and subversive mm-hmm. while also being funny and not yeah. becoming pretentious is hard okay yeah it is it is yeah and not just you know going up straight into satire territory this this movie is not satire for sure yeah right it is it is it is like he said again i can't put it better than a director it's a loving hate letter where this like this is what the genre could be and the late 2000s have converted into something so much worse than its potential and this is trying to get that potential back which is just an amazing uh, you know uh, amazing hope to have in the first place and the f- way they've mm-hmm. delivered on this in the movie is spectacular i have to say the like you know the one of the i think again one of the best things that they do is the archetypes right like parter uh-huh. mentioned um for the sacrifice they require five people yep. the jock the scholar the virgin the fool and like the, the sexually promiscuous one mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. uh and 
the the way they uh, you know sort of justify the existence of this is like the sexually promiscuous one is a dumb blonde and <laughs> she's not she's not a blonde when she puts her hair dye they they basically put chemicals into make her dumb and you're just going holy shit what a what a reasoning you know i was so happy when that was the i was like this is literally going to such lens to justify a stereotype i'm like bro yeah. <laughs> hands down good job perfect amazing it's it's not even like they don't make a big deal about it it's just like an offhand conversation but you're like god damn you know you didn't need to put this in yeah yeah uh, the banter between those two operatives and the lady from the chemistry department is spectacular yeah. right the chem- the way you, they ha huh. the the scene in which they get a call from mordecai the creepy guy right uh-huh. so <laughs> basically saying phone? You know, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like he's just going cleanse them of their ignorance and sins. The ancient ones see everything, you know. Like stuff you'd hear in the voiceover of any horror film. <laughs> and then he's going, wait, am I still on speakerphone? Guys, this isn't cool. Spectacular. I was laughing so hard during that. <laughs> Yep, right back at you. One of actually it's become kind of rare for me to laugh out, you know, like actually like laugh out loud at movies. And yeah, uh, so I have to admit, I have to give kudos where it is due. This movie really made me laugh, like properly, in a in like a non-ironic sense. Yeah, uh, uh, the banter was funny. The deaths were funny. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> We'll get to the deaths. We'll get to the deaths after the after we'll we discuss the deaths. We'll definitely get to the deaths. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's genuinely funny, and uh, if you if you are the kind of person who gets scared by horror movies, unfortunately, I kind of feel I don't get scared as much. Huh. But this movie will scare you as well if you're the kind of you know the kind of person who gets scared. Yeah, I mean, uh, as as a person who gets scared by horror movie, aka a bitch, uh, <laughs> this is true. It does actually get a little bit scary, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because uh, horror sort of depends on the fear, on the anticipation, right? Yeah, yeah. And because they already tell you what the fuck they're gonna do, you that doesn't make it better. You know? Yeah, you, that yeah. just makes you feel worse. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's. I think. I think you know. Let's get to the killing. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. 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 You wanna dis- you wanna discuss the first scene? <laughs> Uh, uh no man come on i've already i've already i've already called it a porno and lasted over it enough but fine sure all right <laughs> why not some more how gracious how gracious <laughs> why not let's just do some more so uh yeah. basically chris hemsworth and uh jules i do not know the actress's name uh anna hutchison all right fair enough uh so mm-hmm. both of them are jules and kurt are just essentially in the first half an hour of the movie just because of the way these guys have primed their libido are just like essentially one trigger away from just ripping clothes off and well doing nasty yeah. shit and uh, they prime them to go into this secluded area in the forest where uh, yeah. it gets even uh, steamier and then he they you know they've even shown this little section where he changes the temperature because she thinks it's a little cold and then he yeah, warms it yeah. up. That was such a beautiful touch. I was like, holy shit, they have temperature control in that area. That is next level. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they they put it, this create this little clearing where there's like, you know, there's romantic moonlight streaming in through the canopy and whatnot. And yeah. well, you think shit's going to get steamy, but it gets bloody instead. <laughs> yeah. And out comes one incredible zombie, which, uh, <laughs> and uh, well, 
well, she dies and she gets decapitated with a very nice scene and Chris Hemsworth gets stabbed in the shoulder and he runs back, which is such a nonchalant way of just killing off the first character. Yeah. Right? The deaths uh, in this movie are so out of the blue. <laughs> and they're treated with the same amount of seriousness and the same amount of consequence as nothing. Like they don't have any yeah. consequence. Like she dies, Chris Hemsworth come back, you don't even see any visible expression on his face like holy shit my girlfriend's died, there's something big going on here. No. He's just like, "Oh, she's she's gone." I'm like, "Oh my god, this is exactly <laughs> the horror genre trope that we roll our eyes at, but because it's happening yeah. as a parody, it's funny." <laughs> I mean, and even after that, right, when mm-hmm. he says, we should all stick together, mm-hmm. and they realize, oh, fuck, no, we can't let them stick together, and they <laughs> pump in, like, Thorazine or something, and then he instantly <laughs> says, nah, I think we should spread out, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> going, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man, just remembering scenes when you mention them just makes you laugh out loud in this movie. Yeah. Man, dab. <laughs> by the way, by the way, hmm? one scene this is, that's happening in parallel with this is, you know, Marty is inside, and he's freaking out. Okay, because uh-huh. yeah. he's basically stoned this entire time, and because yeah. he's stoned, the chemicals that they're pumping in don't huh. do a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah, and 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 unfortunately, you know, he just starts hearing, you know, whispers saying, "I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. for a walk." Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he says, "Fuck you! I'm not I'm, you puppeteers. I'm not your puppet." <laughs> right? And he says, "I'm gonna go for a walk." <laughs> that was so epic. That was <laughs> like. <laughs> So much it's, nonsense it's, it's, you spouted and then you decided, fuck yeah. it, I'm just going to listen to the voice. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Like, it's in a small scene, but I really loved it, you know. <laughs> Every scene in this movie, which is supposed to give you that hit, actually gives you that yeah. hit. All right. it, every punch lands, I have to admit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, the, uh, yeah. The, 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 the thing that I wanted to talk about with that first killing was, you know. Uh-huh. Hmm? Even before that, when they're about to have sex, basically, yeah, uh, it, the 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 feeling is of lightheartedness and comedy, because you get a, you get like this really funny shot of the two guys in a scientific facility just staring at her, uh-huh. okay, and the just black like guy not... and and the security guard just <laughs> speaking in like that, yeah, yeah, the the black guy just like sneaks in from a corner in the background. <laughs> Right. I, I'm going to stand against this on principle, but my eyes and my spontaneous movement prevents me from doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he's just going, oh my God, dude, what are they doing? And then suddenly, fucking decapitation. Okay. Hey, that's a that's a beautiful swing, all right. You go from boobs exactly. to decapitation in like 30 seconds. And I was like, okay, well played. Well played, Joss Whedon, well played. Yeah, like it's 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 done so quick and so well. It uh-huh. really catches you off guard, you know. It does. It does. It does. Uh, what? Who? Who dies next? I forgot. Uh, um, I think uh, so. Marty's supposed to die next. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, uh, by the way, you know, there is a significant amount of plot armor in this film. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta put that out there. All right. Yeah, you. Ha- Marty's yeah. supposed to be dragged off by a zombie and killed, but he's, but he, spoiler alert, actually doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then basically a bunch of things happen where they try to escape, but yeah. uh, turns out that, uh, you know, they're actually sealed in by a shimmer. Shimmer yeah. comes up a lot in our episodes, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, Chris Hemsworth dies, the scholar dies. Yeah. And basically like a bunch of deaths happen and the plot twist is supposed to be that Marty is still alive and they go yeah. into the facility, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 
uh one thing i have to do mention is that that the entire uh, fuck up about the tunnel uh not getting uh, blown up uh huh. i just had a doubt was that marty's doing it kind of felt like marty was the one who fucked that up really because I, he mentioned I... because they mentioned there was some external interference because of which uh, later on when in, you know there's a scene later on when they're discussing this with the maintenance team and the uh, yeah they they discuss this and they say this is not our fault this is actually some genuine fuck up somebody is fucking around with uh, our uh, systems so it kind of sort of felt like uh, maybe marty did it but see yeah, this is just a random guess out there maybe i don't know interesting so i was actually going to bring this up uh late towards the end but it's mm-hmm. basically my mm-hmm. theory was that mm-hmm. this uh, fuck up was intentional okay as in that the, they said that power reroute came from upstairs so someone from mm-hmm. upstairs mm-hmm. deliberately wanted this ritual to fail <laughs> okay yeah that kind of believable really? as well but see i yeah. like Mar- i like marty so much i'd totally believe it if he was the one who did it so yeah come on <laughs> i mean i don't see any way of him doing that Dude, there's a there's one of those Ilda's electrical panel right there, which he fucks around with to power the elevator. I'm like, it's a small leap from yeah, there but, to but, fucking around some but, explosive structure. I don't know. <laughs> no, but that's a lot. That's a lot later. Like the demolition is supposed to have happened when they like when they've gotten in inside yep. that boundary. Yep. Right? Yep. He yep. doesn't do that until like everything has started. So I don't think that's. I'm not sure, but I don't think that's true. I think I thought that that was like you know a small little uh, hint that. there might be someone who intentionally wanted to release the ancient a, sa- a saboteur yeah yeah in the organization yeah. itself yeah yeah that makes sense uh, uh by but, the way how uh, b- before we get to the facility part cuz i think that's going to be fun to discuss huh one small thing that i wanted to bring up was have you have you uh, heard of or watched uh, evil dead uh no man interestingly no okay why okay hmm. Because uh, this movie is very mm-hmm. reminiscent of Evil Dead, all right. Okay, okay. It's also a parody. For, I remember reading about it. Yeah. Huh. For for all you you know uh, zoomers out there, Evil <laughs> Dead is like the OG, uh, you know, cult classic, campy horror film. Uh huh. Every just about every single trope that is there in this movie is actually done in Evil Dead before this. Okay. Okay. Huh. It's it's a brilliant brilliant film. but okay. uh, it's uh, it's a, it, it's about this guy who goes into you know a cabin in the woods with his mm-hmm. girlfriend mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh gets his you know he uh, he gets attacked by zombies that rise up from the grave mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. he tries to escape uh, but uh, just when he's trying to trying to escape the bridge crumbles in front of him mm-hmm. he reads from a necronomicon uh, mm-hmm. to summon those these people from the grave so there are actually a lot of similarities Mm-hmm. in between the evil and this and they feel intentional like huh the a lot of the references here are very intentional like evil dead uh, jason If you know if you are uh, making a parody i would have to assume that the references that you are making will have to directly relate to movies that your audience might have watched right so of course yeah yeah so, i'm just bringing up that hmm. some cool references yeah there there are definitely some cool homage homage paying moments like we supposedly <laughs> we're supposed to say <laughs> yeah uh, in the plot but again uh, they also foreshadow uh, kurt's deaths in this insane way that uh, hmm. they show when they leave the petrol station in the beginning right uh, to hmm. reach the cabin they you see them driving uh, into the tunnel and then exiting the tunnel and you see this oh, random yeah, yeah. weird shitty cgi bird flying for and hitting the sh- hitting that shimmer from the outside okay yeah 
So if you had picked up on that, you knew Kurt was gonna die right then, right there. And I was just like, hit it, hit it, hit it, you stupid jock <laughs> motherfucker. Hit that shimmer and die. <laughs> the thing is, uh-huh. know, I was watching this for the second time. Uh-huh. And so much had happened since that first scene that I didn't even remember it existing. <laughs> yeah, but still, see, whether or not you remember it is fine. You, If you don't remember it, it's just as jarring because you're, like, you're hoping for Kurt to reach the other side. And if yeah, you remember it, exactly. you're just as excited because I'm like, ha, now this guy is going to hit that shimmer and it's going to be funny and he, Chris Hemsworth is going to die early in this series. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. I have to admit that was also another very nice touch in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Like oh, every, everything comes back in the end, right? And huh. talking about the end, mm-hmm. they move, uh, they, they, you know, make their way into an elevator into this scientific facility underground. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. And this is when things just get so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like we've mentioned, this is a running trend in the movies that I recommend. Yes, don't add the rate me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But here they're basically uh, faced with a bunch of... Like every monster that exists basically in horror. I don't yeah. know how else to describe it. Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> do, they do. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, they, they make their way inside the facility... After mm-hmm. coming to the realization that actually this is people trying to, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, like kill kill them off, yeah, capture these monsters yeah. and kill them, yeah, yeah. Huh. and they re- and and they release all these monsters, okay, mm-hmm. in a fantastic scene, absolutely fantastic uh, scene. I think you want to talk about that a lot more than I do. Ah, uh, no, no, go on, it's fine. Uh, I, I, I'll, 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 I'll punch in when I have uh, thoughts. Yeah, but basically they release, uh, you know, all these monsters. Mm-hmm. And it's like a fantastic explosion of gore that happens. Oh, yeah. Like, it's an absolute massacre, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you see the true force that that these people were up against. Like, yeah. you've got like an army of people with guns and they're doing nothing to all these supernatural monsters. And yep. the, the, you're realizing that, you know, even the people who are supposed to be controlling them mm-hmm. can't do it. Yeah. And... The, the, the this actually gets you know this becomes worse because throughout the movie you've seen these people partying and celebrating the the you know the five teenagers deaths yeah right yeah they've been they, but they've been shown as normal people they don't want to do this job but this mm-hmm. is their way of coping with doing this job yeah right yeah 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 and you come to the realization that these people who've probably seen so many others suffer with what they have been doing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now they're forced to basically, you know, witness karmic retribution. Live the same horror that they were, inge- they were, you know, imposing upon their victims. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that, mm-hmm. that, that reminded me of the scene where basically uh, they were uh, staring through that one-way mirror, right? Mm-hmm. As in, you're going to eventually have to come to terms with the consequences of your actions as well. Yep. So a really great thing that I liked was this massacre could have been very easily the same thing as what they were trying to parody. You know, it could Mm. just have been torture porn. Yeah. Because it's just like random monsters killing people in random creative, creative ways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but instead, even that is uh, offset by some amount of humor injected. Mm -hmm. So you're not constantly, you know, witnessing a barrage of just, you know, blood and gore. Hmm. 
for instance like randomly a unicorn shows up and goes among them right <laughs> that was beautiful that was so epic like, like why the fuck do you have a unicorn what purpose does that serve yeah. in a horror movie <laughs> with like twinkly music in the background <laughs> and just going the fuck is happening in this you know <laughs> yeah man this is uh and yeah so which is why you kind of feel like this movie doesn't really knows its place right um hmm. in a sense because to- it's a very easy line to cross and just go into torture porn territory and honestly speaking i do not enjoy uh that genre at all because it feels i mean i hate it 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 i mean see i can understand why it's popular i just don't think it's a good way to showcase anything right yeah it doesn't it doesn't mean anything it doesn't you, say anything see for example we did the platform and there is gore and there is torture in that as well but it serves at least to you know in in its hmm, well, hmm. well kind of yeah. half assed way it serves in a way to uh, to you know push across the message that is trying to show capitalism yeah. is bad but it you know it the torture porn for its own sake is such a pointless exercise i feel yeah definitely like you're preaching to the choir here man <laughs> I hate I don't even like gore okay yeah yeah so anyway this is why uh, I think uh, we can just quickly go through the ending which was just a uh, sort of a giant fuck you to basically humanity and the concept of horror movies which was just so Pretty nice much. so nice yeah except for that one slightly weird unbelievable thing that Dana you know points the gun at Marty I thought that was way out of character for her uh i mean even um, in the cardboard cutout character that they had made out for her in this movie it kind of felt way too out of character for dina to do that but uh, maybe i don't know maybe hmm. just me so i don't know i actually thought that made sense because if you remember the scene in which uh, uh, they're in the cabin right and dina mm-hmm. goes to open the door to find jules <laughs> it shows that she's very uh, empathetic and I think for her she, she her thinking about the fact that her family her friends everyone that she knew mm-hmm. would be killed mm-hmm. for in exchange for you know Marty who's like a great guy but then again like not worth sacrificing humanity over that I thought was in line with her character Marty I totally understood why he was like fuck it let like you know no, I don't why care. would he why would she believe that director when she shows up like what what I mean like this movie has just given them a barrage of nonsense. I if I if you were put if you put any uh-huh. rational like the good girl character in that situation she would just she would just be like well no I don't believe anything. The only one who is stood by stood by me and not done anything wrong to me is Marty. I'm just going to say fuck it bro like uh, like you, let's stick around and see what happens. You'd be a great white girl partner. Like you'd be a great white girl. Why thank you. <laughs> but but I I'll tell you why. Hmm. Okay, hmm. because a when they step out of the elevator, they're given all the exposition, hmm. which hmm. you might you might understandably think is bullshit, hmm. right? Yeah, you might think they they're playing you again. Hmm. But then hmm. she kills uh, Gary. She kills hmm. one of the main operators. Yeah, and in his dying breath, he sh- he says, "Kill him." Yeah, right. Yeah, and at that point, right, you I kind don't of see her think... hesitate. You kind of see her hesitate also a little. Yeah, exactly. At hmm. that point, I think she. She she wasn't gonna kill him then, hmm. right? But hmm. that combined with what the director said made sense because it's not like these guys had like time to come up with the story together, right? Hmm. She hmm. she 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 as I think would have realized that this a person who's dying wouldn't hmm. be playing a game. Hmm. 
yeah this is something larger than who they are and so this is serious yeah fair yeah. fair enough i think like given Ma- that yeah Ma- marty is a very like self preservative sort of guy yeah right? so his decision to sort of let humanity die is foreshadowed in like the first 5 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. i don't know if you picked up on that uh-huh. but basically when he when he's first introduced he's literally talking about how you know society needs a change and maybe society needs to crumble yep okay. yep 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 that, and that right. epic bong dude that bong is yeah. amazing <laughs> you think i'm going to you think going to take a bong in your dad's rv think again yeah. he just collapsed into a coffee mug i was just like i want that coffee mug so bad i don't care if i don't stone through it even once in my life i want that motherfucking coffee <laughs> telescoping coffee mug okay <laughs> It, was, it would still be a great party trick to be honest what a brilliant thing and the we- only weapon he has to defend himself against the zombies he pulls it out yeah. again i was yeah. like oh it's everywhere he uses it everywhere <laughs> it <was> beautiful <laughs> and so exactly and in line with which is why it kind of felt like he had to survive in the end plot like you mentioned plot armor because he is the in in yeah. some ways the essence of the theme of the movie He is the yeah he is he is like you know independence in a way hmm. he stands for uh thinking for yourself because he is the only character mm-hmm. who is making rational thoughts exactly and questioning the decisions of other people yes of course they they have an explanation for that as well uh-huh. right that one of the chem teams fucked up with hmm. uh, one hmm. of his weed stashes yeah, but yeah, yeah. basically is that you know he's supposed to be the stand in for the uh portion of the audience that doesn't care for these tropes and this is like what the fuck is happening exactly you know? yeah, like, like the, why are you guys doing this basically me in every horror movie watching party i'm just sitting yeah, there you know, i'm just yeah. sitting there with that surprised jackie chan face every time like what the fuck what the fuck why yeah <laughs> what, what, what the fuck is going on why okay it's it's, it's me through two and hour, two hours of every two hour horror movie so it is yeah, exactly yeah. why i'm like marty thank you for vindicating my opinion thank god somebody like you exists in this goddamn movie so yeah hmm. for sure hmm. so uh, you did have some points i remember about uh, the the kind of fine line that this movie has to walk between horror and comedy because i it does feel like those two yeah. genres are relatively uh, pretty similar what do you think so uh, this is actually a point which uh, i started to think about after uh, watching get out i don't know if you've seen that i have uh, i have yeah yeah so jordan peel right mm-hmm. of key and peel fame mm-hmm. he made this like really good point which is that uh, we've been doing comedy for years and years but people don't realize how similar comedy and horror is mm-hmm. right yeah and uh, this watching this movie it was such a great example of why yeah because both involve manipulation of emotions right yes and the swing from horror to comedy and from comedy to horror is entirely because of expectations and the subversion of them exactly yes yes you laugh you laugh at you know me saying something inappropriate because you're not expecting me to say it yeah. in the same way you enjoy horror because you don't expect that character to get killed hmm and it's all so referential in that comedy is somewhat about being part of a group yeah, right yeah yeah when when someone is making jokes and you laugh you feel good not just because the joke is funny but because you got it quote and quote yeah right exactly yeah 
and that's where sort of horror also works cuz you know oh i sat through that movie yeah. you know yeah i sat like, through that movie and i was scared shitless but i managed to get through till the end yeah i i i totally get exactly. that yeah. like it's it's basically you know you get bragging rights hmm. in in that you know one is that bragging rights of bravery and one is that you know bragging rights of being in this uh, niche group quote and quote hmm. right who've seen all the horror and, movies exactly hmm. right hmm. and 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 it just it's just something which, which i find very curious that people who are good at uh, comedy mm-hmm. are also re- gen- generally pretty good at horror yeah like uh, this uh, actors for example any other has jim carrey done any horror i don't know um not as such as in uh, i was just uh, like you know generally making like a I point said, yeah, yeah 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 generally making a point in that uh, if you were to take uh, this is what sort of where people laugh at horror movies as well yeah i like me, a lot of yeah. people hmm. exactly hmm. it's also that because a lot of horror movies can be so easily funny exactly if they're not done well if you don't buy right. into the core premise that this is supposed to be scary it's freaking hilarious like stupid kids making stupid decisions you just sit there and judge them from your pedestal as, as an audience member like ha ha yeah. dumb teenagers ha ha millennials like it's not like we do that in real life anyway right so <laughs> yeah a, i mean a punchline cannot hit without the setup yeah right? exactly yeah with which is the same premise for horror and comedy and i find that really uh, really interesting cuz you would not think of them as uh, sister genres but they really are in they're, my opinion they they truly are yeah they are yeah uh have you seen the yeah. movie shawn of the dead the black the, uh, i i i have seen that movie like 50 times it's, all right it is uh, it is basically more into the comedy genre than the horror genre but it it basically blurs this line ex- as well as well like it also tries to do the same things that this this movie yeah. does but it's more on the comedy side and less on the you know clever self referential humor side uh shawn of the dead is arguably one of the funniest films ever made yep right there with you <laughs> okay like we will maybe we'll do that on the show sometime but i could talk about hours for about how clever that movie is oh my god it's beautiful that movie is beautiful so yeah uh, like hmm. Mm-hmm. can't hear no I, i i had nothing go on <laughs> yeah so so talking about the referential thing uh-huh. uh you know one small thing that i wanted to reference was uh, do you, i don't know if you know this do you know who that actress was who was the director uh what the director at the end who basically tells them that they need to kill uh, marty oh okay so who who who, so who is that she? was that was segorni weave Okay. Okay. Uh she is the lead actress of uh, Alien, a little known movie. Uh is is Alien that movie where uh it's oh my it fo- God. it focuses on the contact, the first contact that is made or something like that, I think. No, no. So okay, fine. Oh, Jeez, man. Okay. Alien is huh. Alien is an iconic uh 1980s horror film like it's one of the greatest horror films ever made mm. okay mm-hmm. uh if you, you have you seen the like the the chest burster scene in which like uh, a a monster jumps out from in the middle of this guy's chest and kills people mm. i have heard references to this i think i need to yeah. i think i need to get my friends to up their taste in horror cuz i have only seen the shittier post 2000s horror movies so i think i need to get these guys invested in these titles as oh, well oh this but yeah alien is definitely like a classic all right okay. it's hmm. uh, it's 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 up there in you know 
a lot of top 10 list mm-hmm. i think it's probably i think it's like you know in top 100 best uh, films of all time list Ooh. not just horror okay that's how good it is mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so sigourney weaver is somewhat of a legend in horror films mm-hmm. and the fact that they got you know uh, a person from this old uh, basically uh, old style of filmmaking mm-hmm. who's you who was who was there when you know horror film used to be genuinely creative and exciting mm-hmm. felt like an additional little jab mm-hmm. at the new school of filmmaking sort of yeah, i yeah. thought that was fun so that was a pretty nice touch i have to say you know getting in a character from a 1980s movie to uh, you know put in like a very nice easter egg for people who got it yeah mm-hmm. you know Uh, talking of Easter eggs, Tom Hanks is great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll roll with the punches. Um, let's huh. let, let's get to let's get to the review. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Tom Hanks is kind of great. I, I have to say that. <laughs> But uh, coming to the okay. coming to the non Tom Hanks review of this movie, uh, mm-hmm. I have to say that in terms of uh, self referential parodies that don't take themselves too seriously, this movie also does mm. a really good job at being scary. If you're the kind of person who gets scared at these kind of things, uh, mm. I have uh, as somebody who doesn't uh, really fall into that category, I can still appreciate it when a movie does its jump scares and the horror element of it well. Uh, but hmm. uh, again, it's not a it's not a genre I watch for the horror. I watch it for the comedy, and we did discuss the way you know the lines are pretty much blurred between horror and comedy. And so, hmm. all things considered, it's a pretty pretty spectacular movie, man. Like it really deserves uh, far more attention than it seems to have gotten. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'd still say actually. Fuck it! I have nothing negative to say about this movie, man. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> neither of us have bitched about anything in this movie. Have you noticed? This is the first episode where neither of us yeah, have I bitched mean, about anything in this. I don't, movie. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. And neither do I. There's really very little that you can actually criticize in this movie. Maybe you can say some of the scenes were too obvious or some overblown. But I'm not the kind of critic uh, who does this. No, I'm not gonna do yeah. that. I'm not gonna do that. And neither are you. So I'm gonna give hmm. this movie a solid nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say hmm. uh, I love this movie. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right. Mm-hmm. I had a huge smile on my face while watching this movie because it's just so damn clever. It is, right? yeah. Huh. It, it, the so this movie was marketed with uh, you know with essentially nothing spoiled. It was marketed as a generic horror film. Yeah. So. For people who watched that with no context, it would have been an amazing ride. And even rewatching it with the context that I had, mm-hmm. it was still an amazing ride. Yeah, you know, hmm. the 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 uh, the insane similarities, the insane parallels that they draw between the scientific facility and you know the lab rat teenagers. Mm-hmm. It's so clever and so ingenious. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's a simultaneous celebration and condemnation of the you know existing horror genre and its stagnation is just it's beautiful to watch unfold man yeah man yeah most definitely like 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 parter mentioned there are definitely some criticisms i could have nitpicked them i didn't want to okay i don't i don't care hmm there is some absurd plot armor there are some things which don't make any sense mm-hmm. but i don't really care about that cuz this movie is just so damn fun and so genuinely funny it's yeah. been 
it's a, it's 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 been a long time it it was a long time at that point at least since i watched a horror film and enjoyed it mm-hmm. and this is probably you know one of my favorite horror films ever yeah. that's probably because it's not horror yeah <laughs> yeah we see like 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 you mentioned sticking to the theme of spooktober we have decided to not do horror at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we really did a great job selecting the horror for this uh-huh. yeah but anyway hmm. right hmm. uh i'm going to go ahead and say uh, i this movie is like a solid 9.3 for me 9.3 yeah fair enough man like uh that makes that makes full sense fair enough ending yeah. ending spooktober ending spooktober with a bang i like it <laughs> yeah we went from another to cabin in the woods so that is a serious upgrade that is a serious upgrade dude <laughs> it's like one of those uh, shitty old shows that suddenly in the middle gets an injection of money by netflix and just ramps up the quality it kind of felt like that <laughs> this movie would have slapped misaki back and forth to like uh, to a stupid like yeah, yeah, dead yeah. doll house <laughs> uh, that's what again then again uh you know uh we really have to really do the bad things to be able to appreciate the good things like for example the first half exactly, an hour of this movie yeah. <laughs> you have to yeah. sit through the near porno version on the first half an hour to then get the full beauty of what happens after that <laughs> exactly you know insert because because <laughs> another exists is why this movie is so good yep insert outrage samsha rant again about how this is not porn i understand don't worry <laughs> I, i'm not going to bother at this point man <laughs> Anyway, uh for November so, yeah. as we going to as we walk into November, mm-hmm. uh actually I mm-hmm. want to pull a freaky Friday on you. <laughs> okay. I am strangely uh, out of I character. I am very concerned about that about that phrasing. <laughs> so, no, don't don't worry. I don't want your life or your uh weird proximity to howling dogs. Don't thank you. Thank you very much. I'm not I don't literally mean Man. freaky Friday. Uh, I'm happy where I am. But I mean Freaky Friday in terms of our roles on this podcast and so I'm okay. going to recommend a movie to you and not an anime for next week. Okay. So it's called Interesting. <laughs> it's called Mr Nobody and uh there are a lot of jokes I can make about that title already. <laughs> it stars Jared Leto who is apparently the lead singer for 30 Seconds to Mars and as a non-metal fanboy I think I prefer him in Mr Nobody <laughs> to all of his other crap. <laughs> But You you say apparently like you haven't heard every 30 seconds to Mars album brother. Come on, don't no, lie. shut the fuck up. I I don't listen to I don't <laughs> listen to metal as a rule. All right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh that's been our show. Hmm. Uh catch you guys next week. This has been Check Your Privilege. You you you're supposed to say it first. No, you're supposed to say it with your voice max. Oh fuck me in the ass. Just just end it. I yeah. I'm not supposed to end this. You're supposed to end it. Fuck it. You you end it. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll just, just end it. This has been this has been this has been our show check your pre- no. This has been check your privilege with your voice max and your boy party. <laughs> we'll catch we'll catch you dude. next time. <laughs> a fucking disaster <laughs> dude if we don't fuck up our endings there is absolutely no point to the show anymore <laughs> yeah catch you guys next time <laughs>